The Unexplainers Extra! Welcome one and all to another classic installation of The Unexplainers Extra. Mike. Extra, extra, extra. We, as you know, are The Unexplainers. I'm John, this is Mike. Say hi, Mike. Hello. And at the moment, we've got a third series that is about to hit hard. It'll smash into your radios, smash in, well, everywhere. Yeah, um, it's going to be available on BBC Radio Wales. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to download it as a BBC podcast. It will come to this site eventually. Oh, definitely. It's good radio, this. It is great radio. It's not even radio, it's a podcast. No, it's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Now, this is what I call investigation. Talking of which, have you ever heard of the sea, Mike? Imagine you're the listeners now. Mike, have you ever heard of the sea? Yes, John. I grew up by the sea. I'm a Barry boy born and bred. Have you ever heard of cities or dwellings? I was born in the city. I was born in Cardiff in Glossop Terrace, which is nowadays a sexually transmitted disease clinic, but in 1972 was actually a maternity ward. So you grew up in a sex clinic? I was basically born in an STI clinic. That's nuts. Yeah. So you've heard of the sea, you've heard of cities, towns and dwellings. Mm, mm. Have you ever heard of a place called Atlantis, Mike? Yes, John, it's a fairly well-known, ubiquitous myth. Mm. Obviously, for me, being a 70s aficionado, I'm thinking of Patrick Duffy, yeah. the man from Atlantis, you know, later become Bobby Ewan, of course, in yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Something we did for the one of the first programmes of the new series was investigate Atlantis. Uh, a lot of people think of Atlantis as being some the Mediterranean, perhaps one of the warmer seas. Yeah, I think to be fair, John, most people think Atlantis is in the Atlantic. Right. So I've a learned lot, something there. You claim Atlantis exists in the Atlantic. I don't. I, no, I, I don't think it exists at all. I think it was a metaphor. Even even the Greeks thought it was a metaphor. Even the ancient Greeks weren't sure that it was actually a real story. Plato oh, told the story. Tell me more. Yeah. Right, well, Plato came up with the story about Atlantis mm. being this place that existed like 9,000 years previously to that, or 5,000 years before that, whatever. Yeah. Mm. And they reckon it was a metaphor for what happens if you don't live a, a good life. Yeah. Right, so the place ends up getting inundated and gets wiped out. And Was it based on Santorini, the volcano? Was it based on rising sea levels? We don't know. Okay. Right? It was never meant to be taken literally. So what you're saying is it's a morality tale. Exactly that, John. It's open to debate, really, isn't it? It's open to debate, and it's debate. I hope to slam shut, slam shut, with the new episode that's come to the new series, where I have taken on the theory that Atlantis exists. Yeah, we know, in a place mm. called Borth, which is in a land called Wales. Yeah, which is where we live, Cymru. And um, I, again, I'm not going to say too much because what happened was pretty astounding. It was very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Met some really interesting people, had some interesting stories. Yeah. I got to hang out with you in a, in a wetsuit, which is always a treat. That I mean, was good, yeah. You know, we went into water. We talked each other down, didn't we, before put the suit on. You're supposed to do that. Always put telcom on before you get in a wetsuit. That's what they say, isn't it? Um, and, and, of course, our investigation was fantastic. The evidence, the final answer we got was amazing. And it's changed a lot of people, historians, scientists, average people on the street. It's changed their minds and it will change the listeners' minds. What I want to do with this episode is just drop to you, Mike, a few facts and figures that I learned that we couldn't quite shoehorn into that episode. Okay. So I've learned a few other things about Atlantis. And I know you've got a little bit of information in front of you about Atlantis as well. I can literally sum mine up in a sentence, but go on. Okay, well, hold that back for a while. And what I'll do is I've got a few case studies. Three words, in fact. Okay. Atlantis didn't exist. Strong, strong views. There we go. Hopefully by the end of this podcast, you'll change your mind. Hmm. At this point, I've got to say, um, Reese and Nathan, who produced the show, will have put moody music behind this, atmospheric music. There may even be a sort of a sound of lightning. I want an owl. I'll just put that in. Okay, so... Make the, a note there. Reese and Nathan, can we have an owl? Can please? we have an owl? If you heard an owl then, they agreed. That means... If you didn't hear an owl, mm. uh, they, they disagreed. If you didn't hear that whole... Conversation they've with myself, they cut the whole they've thing up for being not interested enough to make the final edit. Yeah, 
That's why they let us talk for three and a half hours and cut it down to about eight minutes. Yeah. Case studies, things I couldn't get into the first episode. Hit them, hit the readers. Atlantis. Listeners. A mysterious underwater kingdom. Mm. Uh, I've done some research. This is the first story I've come across about Atlantis existing in both, which is in the... Wales. The the Wales. In the Wales, it is in the Wales. This is in the Wales. Which is also an aquatic mammal, so that's... Mm -hmm. Coincidence? No. Yes. Now, as we are talking this through, uh, we've got a computer monitor in front of us that brings up true facts and figures, so we cannot deny what's being said. Mm. Right now, there's a website for Atlantis. Mike, can you explain that? Well, this is... You say Atlantis is, is not real. Well, this is for the Atlantis Resort in, in Dubai. Which okay. People, people are aware of the Dubai. That's a country people go to do better than they would do in the UK. You know, basically people who, who have got um, no problem with slavery, who mm. want to make a bit more money. Right. They've got to do the same job they would normally do, but they do it in Dubai. Okay. So there's sunshine there, but you, you also get to live like a prince. Yeah. While, while the people who clean your house live in a corrugated shack somewhere. If you're a builder, don't they take your passport away from you? If you're very lucky, you, you get sort of shipped into Dubai yeah. and they, they take away your passport and make you make you work like a dog for people who, like I said, have left the UK and are very chuffed with the fact that they can get a suntan. Yeah. Yeah, by all means. I mean, if you want to go to Dubai, crack on. So that's, there. that's mean, where we're seeing Atlantis right now. This is the modern Atlantis, Mike. This I is can only imagine the, the amount of workers who died making that, but I mean, it does look fantastic, right. to be fair. I mean, and this is not underwater. Although, although looking at the website now, we move on, there's definitely imagery there of a man in a tube underwater smiling. Yeah, with two sharks swimming around him. Yeah. This fellow now, he was never going to make it in the UK. This fellow would have had a job in Milton Keynes. He would have been sort of mid-level management at best, right? Mm. Probably left school with fairly disappointing A-levels, if that. Yeah. Possibly a 2-2 university, right? Yeah. He's never had a great circle of friends or any sort of social life to speak He wasn't liked by anyone. He wasn't liked. So he thought, I know, I'll do the same job in Dubai for more money and I can spend my spare time in a glass tube being surrounded by sharks, living the high life. I'll put these photographs on Facebook. People think I'm enjoying myself and what a a top fellow I am. Yeah. So that's the modern... Atlantis that many of us will know now. Mm. Let me go back in time to the Atlantis I know, Mike, the Atlantis that I've researched, the Atlantis that I have worked on so hard to prove exists in both, which Mm. is in the place of... Wales. That's right. Cast back your mind now, Mike, to the 1800s. What can you tell me about the 1800s, Mike? It was an age before electricity, John. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was an age of uh, where disease was quite commonplace, I'd imagine, Um, uh, deprivation. Dubai was desert. There was nothing there. Yeah, it was just a time of, of our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents, wasn't it? Exactly, and that's what I'm going to talk about now. May, the month of May, 1817. Cast back your mind, Mike. You keep saying cast back my mind. I was born in 1972. Back. Right, cast back your mind further. Right, I can't right actually back. do that, is the thing. Try. I can cast... read about stuff from earlier, but I can't cast my mind back there. <laughs> OK, let's try it. Cast back your mind to as far back as you can go. You can cast your mind back to the Silver Jubilee. Yeah. Fine, I was five. OK. Right? 1817 is yeah. not going to happen. What's the furthest you can cast your mind back? People don't believe this, John. Yeah. This is this could be an episode in itself, albeit a very disappointing one. Yeah. I can remember being weighed when I was sort of six months old in, in, a, in a weighing scales in the maternity hospital in Barry. What year was that? That would have been 72. Okay, cast back your mind to 1972. You're being weighed, you're mm. in a cast iron weighing mm. scales. Mm. You're being weighed in Green enamel. enamel, I can see it now. Okay. Now, create... The imagery that you can cast back your mind a few years further to 1817. Right. You want me to go back another 160-odd years, yeah? Yeah, just a few. Okay, you be- are you there? Well, I'm there now, yeah. Okay. 1817, French sailor Jean-Louis Fourteenth was... Whoa, 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 whoa. It's just a sailor. He's not He's not a king. He's not like King Louis XIV. It's XIV. a French name. Jean-Louis XIV. 1817. People had different names then. Okay. I'm always very suspicious people put the things like the numbers after. The Americans do this all the time. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a bloke that plays in the NFL called Robin Griffin the Third. Yeah, mate. You're not. You're not a French king. You're not royalty. This was a sailor, a simple sailor. 1817, French sailor Jean-Louis XIV was thrown from his galleon in rough seas. Why is he in a galleon? Why is he in a, why is he in a Spanish ship? Um, he was uh, an exchange... Got an exchange programme, was he? Yeah. A six-month exchange with the Spanish. Yeah. Go on, then. May 1817, French sailor Jean-Louis XIV was thrown from his galleon in rough seas just yes. off the coast of Borth. Italy? No. OK. Borth. Borth. Right. So his ship returned home. Jean was declared dead. That's where the story stops for a lot of people. Right. And for most people, that's for where John, the story For John, the sound of it, for a kickoff. 62 years later, the 14th, I've, I've abbreviated his name. Yeah. 62 years later, the 14th was caught in the net of a I don't think I don't think, his, I don't think his family name is the 14th. I don't, I don't think his brother's called Simon the 14th. I'll just check this here. May 1817. His sister Helen the 14th. Let's just check. May 1817, French sailor Jean-Louis the 14th. Right. <laughs> I don't think his name is John Louis, first name, the 14th, second name. Thrown from his galleon Monsieur, in Monsieur, Monsieur the 14th. Bonjour, ça va. Thrown from his Spanish galleon off the coast of West Wales. Go in on. rough seas, just off the coast of Borth. His ship returned home. Jean was declared dead. Mm. 62 years later, the 14th was caught in the net of a Borth fisherman alive and well. No, he wasn't. When questioned by Welsh medics, JL14 simply replied... JL14. That's his rap name now, is it? He's rapping. I'm just, it? I'm making it more accessible. He was, he was to a 19th century's greatest seafaring French rapper. I'm just trying to make it more accessible to younger listeners who like the rap scene. Okay, fair enough. When questioned by Welsh medics, 62 years after being pulled out of the sea, alive and well, JL14 simply... Re- <laughs> what did JL14 say? When questioned by Welsh medics, JL14 simply replied, I was in Atlantis. No, God. The only evidence to back this up his clothes soaking wet, and his pockets £10 in a currency made of shells and sand. This is the worst bit of information you've ever come up with. Right, hang on a minute. The proof he's been in Atlantis, he's pulled out of the sea, bear in mind, right? Is that he's wet, and he's got seashells in his pocket. Soaking wet. He wasn't just well, wet. Of course he's soaking wet. He's been in the sea been in the sea for more than, like, three seconds, just soaking wet. He was in the sea for 62 years. No, no man can exist... I'm agreeing with you for once. For 62 Correct. years. No man can exist for Correct. Si- 62 years in the sea. How did John louis XIV fall from his galleon and fall into the sea? Come back 62 years later... He didn't, though, did he? ...completely healthy. It says here, Welsh medics... Asked him how he did Welsh it. medics, what, in 18... So that would be 1870-odd? Yeah, so this was 62 years later. Right, so it was 1879. Yeah. Me- so well before co- DNA testing, fingerprinting, mm-hmm. photographs, yeah. medical records, they had dental towels, records. They had towels, they could have dried him. Right, they've dried him off and they've asked, where are you? I've been living in Atlantis for 62 mm-hmm. years. That's what I'm trying to say to you. The new series... That's we- spooky, that, isn't it? What could... What could I'm, I, can't, I can't give anything else that could possibly be. He must have been living in Atlanta for 62 years. It must be the same French bloke who fell out of the galleon. Yes. Yes, and yes. You are coming round to my way Can I just, John, I've just... Um, as you know, I, I'm, I'm bilingual. I knew you like men and women. Bilingual. Uh, I just think to myself, j'ai séché avec un serviette. I've been dried off with a towel. That's correct. Yes, well Mike, fantastic. That's your, your quite that, good... That was his answer to the French medics. And that's... Ex- and it's, as it's... they're toweling him down in his downstairs area... Mm-hmm. Hey, excuse me. It would have been in Welsh, wouldn't it? Still in the West Wales in the mm-hmm. 19th century. Sit out here. Sit out here. Tin down. Tin down. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. J'ai installé dans mon escalier. 
which means I'd been towelled off in my downstairs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they thought j'ai installé dans mon escalier mm-hmm. meant I've been living in Atlantis for 62 years. Okay, so what you're saying is they confused translating his language. How do you explain the currency? Well, I don't know, but they thought he was saying j'ai soigné à Atlantis en depuis 62 ans. I've been living in Atlantis for 62, 62 years. years. Yeah, They've made years. that mistake there, haven't yeah. they? So you're saying it comes down to translation. John Louis XIV never existed, and that this never happened. I think they would have said to him then, um, Dwayne Hoffi Atlantis, yeah. They said that to him, Dwayne Hoffi Atlantis. And he would have said, uh, Atlantide n'est pas réel, c'est un faux. Atlantis is not real. There's no way it's fake. There's no way I would have said that. Right, so I've got other stories, Mike. All based around Borth. It's not just Atlantis, it's the fact that Atlantis was in Borth. This was just one of the earliest, most documented things I could find. Mm. And I had to go on the, the internet to find this. I know if you go to the National Library of Wales, you will find deeper, darker, more secrets. Je suis un homme humain avec un poisson en base. I'm a human man with a fish downstairs. Correct. Anyway. Okay. Marks out of ten for truth. Two. So you're saying two. Two, that there was a man from France alive at some point. Jean-Louis Fourteenth. Yeah. That's the first story. And I can sort of understand you not believing that because it's, an, it's from a long time ago and there are no living survivors. And there's, there's literally no evidence beyond hearsay. Okay. And I don't mean the band. Michael, cast back your mind. Mm. I've given you some evidence about Atlantis existing in both. Right. Okay. Wait till you hear this. Cast back your mind. Where to now? May 1972. Right. Now you can go back that far because you remember being born. I can. And you remember being in that tray in the sex clinic, don't yeah. you? Yeah, it was, okay. like I just said, that, that was Barry Maternity Hospital. But I, I, was, I was born in a sex clinic. I didn't grow up there. And May 1972. Children Richard and Gary Chips of both decided... Wait. To... Name, please, John. Richard and Gary Chips. Right, hang on. Richard and Gary Chips, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can move on. May 1972. Mm. Children Richard and Gary Chips of both decided to take a game of table football to a local beach. God, where'd you get this stuff from? The internet. Okay. After a busy day knocking in gold, swigging fizzy pop and eating sandwiches, the boys fell asleep only to awake at high tide with no means Soaking of... Soaking es- wet. The boys fell asleep only to awake at high tide with no means of escape. It looked like curtains for the lo- fun-loving brothers. Quick-thinking Richard, aged 12, tied the table football table to the... Jesus Christ. See, you don't believe your own stories. You don't believe your own... Richard Chips, what did he do now? He's tied his table football to what? Hang on, it's just really emotional. It's what happened to the wizard. Bad. Mm. Mm. Quick-thinking Richard, aged 12, tied the table football table to the fun-loving pair's legs as a buoyancy aid. Mm, that's a good way of doing it, isn't it? So you hang upside down underneath it. That's a good idea, that. Look, I'm just reading what I've researched, right? That's like, right, promise you never take your nephews and nieces to the swimming pool and put water wings on their ankles, right? Promise me that. They floated out to sea, and although declared dead by the local council, the boys returned 62 years later, unharmed. Hang on on a minute now. Why is it 62 years again? Look, something happens with Atlantis, and it's... Uh, wait, 62 years after 1972, yeah? You realise that 1972 is 45 years ago, do you? <laughs> so in 17 years' time, Richard Chips will be found again, will he? You're getting the hang of it. It's not just a physical place. Atlantis no. is a place no. of time and space. Right. They floated out to sea, and although declared dead by the local council, the boys returned 62 years later unharmed and healthy. Yeah. After intense questioning... In 2034. And a medical checkup, the boys explained... Now, this is where it gets nuts. 
They had in fact been adopted by a mysterious underwater family who'd fed and clothed them. But the boys felt it was now time to return home. The boys had also grown gills between their legs and under their eyes. <laughs> Don't laugh. Now, what's interesting about this... <laughs> oh, Richard Chips, eh? What's interesting about this case hmm. is it hasn't happened Everything. yet. No. Everything. Although it began... It hasn't it, happened yet. Everybody takes a, beach, a table football to a beach in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> they did what every... <laughs> this event started in 1972. It hasn't finished yet. Okay, so what we know is that when they come back, mm. we will have 100% evidence of Atlantis. It's just a question of time. So people listening to this podcast will know mm. that uh, this podcast will be online as long as the internet exists. Mm. So just keep listening to this every day. In 2034, if this does happen, if a chap called Richard Chips turns up on the news. And his brother. Yeah. The Chips brothers. The Chips boys. Not to be confused with Chips, which was John and Punch. California Highway Patrol. Yeah, not those show. two. No. And I think, they, I think either they made a film or they're making a film. Yeah, not those ones. Not Wizard and Chips, not Fish and Chips. The Chips Brothers. Yeah. If the Chips Boys are on TV in 2034, mm -hmm. please travel back in time, get in touch with the show, and tell us that we were right. So, again, my research has shown that Atlantis is not just a place. It's not just a place from what you, you call it, this Greek mythology you talk of, this morality tale. This mm. is rubbish. Mm. What I'm saying is this is a real place, a tangible place, mm. A place that exists that transcends not only water, solid land, but time. And in a few years' time, this will be proven correct. That's all I'm saying. Third and final case that I've come up with now. Cast back your mind, May 1417. That's a long time ago. So how far can you cast back your mind, did you say? Well, something like early, mid-70s, really. When you were in a sex clinic and you were born and... Well, I was in Barry. Maternity clinic, and, they, met, they, and they, they weighed you in a tin container. I do remember that in January, around then of, of 1417, mm. um, Pope Benedict the Thirteenth was deposed, and, which brought an end to what they called the Great Western Schism. Yes, yes, the, the, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, okay. Well, if I'm not much mistaken, mm -hmm. I mean, in November then, Pope Martin V succeeded Pope Gregory the Twelfth, PG twelve, which um, yes, who abdicated in 1415. You yes, he was the 206th Pope, massive Pope. Or now, pa or Papa 206 so was his. Uh, was you'll his agree, name. you will agree, there was a lot going on in the Church. Some of that transcended across Europe, across the world, across the entire globe. Mm. Now, this is a very interesting case, Mike, because if you date your mind back to May 1417... May 14, so, okay. Travelling priest, Father David Lenny Henry of High Wycombe. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, David Lenny Henry, what did he do? What did Father David Lenny Henry do? Travelling priest, Father David Lenny Henry of High Wycombe, England, came to Wales with the intention of spreading love and unity throughout the warring kingdom of both, which we've already seen two case studies on. Right. Both is a place mm -hmm. of the home of Atlantis. Father David Lenny Henry of High Wycombe, England, came to Wales with the intention of spreading love and unity throughout the kingdom of both, mm. the warring kingdom of both. Mm. Armed only with love, a cape, and some badges for new friends, David Lenny Henry received a great welcome. Some badges for new friends? Mm. Um, it was a way of like a crackerjack badge. Like what sort of badge? It would have been a it, it would have been a small wooden. Do you know Grange Hill? Yeah. 
Do you, know, do you remember the Grange Hill logo was a shield yeah. with four colours on it? Yeah, yeah. Purple it, and yellow, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the same shape as that, but it had a picture of a heart on it. Oh, right. And that, what that what he was trying to See, do... See, I've, I've done stand-up gigs at the, in, at the Swan Theatre in High Wycombe a yeah. couple of times, and no, no one's ever mentioned Father David Lynn Henry to me. And I'll tell you why. Armed with only love, a cape, and some badges for new friends, David Lenny Henry received a great welcome on the beach of Borth. Mm. Many locals converted from paganism en masse and celebrated with a rich meal of lamb and potatoes. <laughs> That's the national meal of Wales. It is. Okay. Henry, 68, pleased with his conversion rate, grew drowsy and decided to take shelter for the night under some nearby water. Oh, here we go. Well, I'm, well, I'm 62 years after. When he awoke, Henry found himself submerged and standing at the gates of Atlantis. The church, convinced he was dead, declared him dead. Good idea. 62 years later... No way. Henry returned to dry land, now converted to fishing. He spent his... Hey, John, I was just thinking. Now, the John Louis XIV, mm. what nationality was he? French. David Lenny Henry, first wife. Dawn, Dawn French. French. Dawn, a new, a new age. French. Yeah. David so, Lenny Henry. John Louis. French. 14th. French. So it all links up. Yeah. And the Chips Brothers. The Chips Brothers. If they'd not Chips. been washed out to sea, they missed a school trip to France. I didn't mention that. Well, right. what do you have when, you, when you're in school? What do you have for school dinners usually? French. Chips. Chips. It's all tied together, isn't it? Dawn French. Chips. You see? Wow, this is it's just... My mind's being blown now. 62 years later, he returned to dry land, now a convert to fishing. He spent his final days working in a seafood restaurant. He died a penniless... Selling... Fish. And? Chips. He spent his final days working in a... Wait there, he, sold, he worked in a fish restaurant mm. in the 15th century. Right. I, I imagine there wasn't an awful lot of trade. Which is interesting because he died a penniless millionaire. Yes, that's a belief, isn't it? I there mean, I, well... If you put it like that, then there's no, I, can't, I can't think of anything else it could be. Three facts, three solid stories I've gathered to prove Atlantis exists just off the coast of Wales in a place called Borth. Discuss as you like with John, friends. John, just go on, put the old microwave off me, pal, and make me some humble pie to eat, because I, I realise now that I'm wrong. Yeah. What we went through on the, the latest episode of The Unexplainers, Series 3, mm. BBC, available on the website, available through mm. the iPlayer. Mm. You can check that out right now. Yeah, man, not to. With these facts to double-arm you, yeah. you are now probably a leading authority on... And fair play to you, because, I mean, you've been into alternative facts for well before any sort of regime change in any, any, any major Western power, haven't you? And I've got normal-sized hands for my body scale. You have. So what I'm saying is I can teach you if you're willing to take my hand and journey with me, and I think together we can do it. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm. If people like what they're hearing here, they can hear other episodes like this. We can go deeper. We can take it to more facts. I, I, I'd like to round this up now. And what I'm saying is the more you research, the more you'll learn. And the mm. more you listen to something like this, the more mm. a better person you'll become. Mm. And I think people who've listened to this have increased by 9 or 12% already. And if I they think, listen to more... Right. I think you're right. If you enjoyed what you've just heard, then remember you can actually hear our entire 
investigation mm. as to whether there is a Welsh Atlantis via www.bbc.co.uk slash Radio Wales. There you will find Series 3, Episode 1, Is There a Welsh Atlantis? Our investigation, meeting many fantastic people, taking ourselves deep into the waters of Wales and discovering whether there is a Welsh Atlantis. And that first episode, John, is uh, is called um, Is There a Welsh Atlantis? on April the 8th at 1 o'clock on BBC Radio Wales, 1pm in the afternoon. Um, if you can't find it on BBC Wales or on the iPlayer or on the BBC website, it will have moved already to uh, the Unexplainers Extra podcast. Uh, maybe hit us up on theunexplainers.com. All the links you need are going to be there on the website. You can also tweet us, Instagram us, or just um, draw a picture and post it to yourself. If you've got my address, by all means, write to me. Yeah. If you haven't got it, you're not going to get it. Don't bother. Don't bother. Yeah. Should we turn it off? Turn it off. The Unexplainers Extra! Right, John, let's do a trailer, come on. Okay, here we go. The Demon Seed is happening. It's now. It's here. It's about to open your mind to a whole new world of paranormal existence, mysteries, intrigue. Well, it's just that. It's it's things that, you know, it's you talking about things that can't be explained. Yeah. And then me me explaining them. Unlike any other show that's been done, especially Mm -hmm. between the two of us ever. Oh, yeah, nothing like anything we've done previously. If you want to waste half an hour, then just just, just click the link that will take you to this thing. And it, and it might be longer than that. Yeah. And, and it might be shorter than that. Yeah. But it'll be, it'll be around that, that length of time. I've got it. I've got it. Go on. Haven't got much on? Listen to The Demon Seed. Yeah. And that's it. That's Walk it. in the dog? Listen, listen to, the to The Demon Seed. And we can do it together, yeah, yeah. So. Walk in the dog? Listen, listen to, to The Demon Seed. Listen to The Demon Seed. Washing up? There we go. Listen, listen to the, to demon, the demon seed. seed. Paint on the wall. Listen, to, listen. The demon seed. Seed. Um, I haven't. Got, I don't know many people. Listen, listen to the demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, don't don't like mixing. I want to stay in tonight. Listen to the, listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, you've been no, kicked up uh, by your missus because she yeah. found out you've been fiddling with next door. Uh, you live sleeping the in the car. Yeah. Listen, listen to the demon, to the demon seed. Um, uh, had a power cut and I haven't got anything to do. Listen. But your yeah. earbuds still work because your phone yeah. was charged up. Yes. Listen yes. to the demon Listen seed. Listen to the demon seed. Um, car broken down on the side of a motorway. Listen. L- no, no, no. Be careful with that. Okay. Because you've it... got to be aware of traffic and stuff. Oh, like how about this? How about this? Car broken down on the side of the motorway. Safely gone behind the barrier on the hard shoulder away from the car and called the authorities. And then. Listen. Listen to the demon to the seed. Demon seed. Yeah. That is a good Cross, trailer. Crossing the road. Don't listen to the demon seed. pause. Yeah. Cross get the, the road safely. Side. Yeah, get to the other side. And Go then... Go the pavement again. Listen to the demon listen seed. To the demon seed, yeah. Um, what other things are Go there? on an hour-long walk. Listen to the demon seed, seed. But then the last sort of 15 minutes plus... Just listen just to birdsong. song. To nature. To, yeah, just listen to bird song. You miss out a lot sometimes by, by having headphones on. You miss out yeah. a lot. Worried about being asked for spare change by... Homeless people. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Yeah. Or pretend. Uh, just even, just pretend. Listen to the demon seed. Yeah. Classic. On a train, uh, looking out the window. Yeah. Listen to the. In, in a quiet carriage, seat. make sure it's very quiet. Yeah. You don't want none of this. Although we haven't got any drummer bass in the demon seed. No, we can. I can get some in. I'm working on a track at the moment, actually. Well, I don't because it'll. Yeah. Think of that's true. Might ruin it. Trains in it. Okay. All right. Well, I think we've given them a good, a pretty, pretty good roundup of what to, how to use. Well, producer reset a punchy fifteen seconds, so that that's, that should nail it. 
that's right in there. That is top of the chart. That was, see, that was see, perfect. Well done. Brilliant. 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 Thanks, Reese. No problem. Producer Reese, there. I like the way the standards are so low. That was. If you if you're producer Reese, you know, listen to the demon seat. You'll have to because he's doing the edit. Yeah. <laughs>